A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Fighting hunger isn't a seasonal issue, but this is the time of year that many people pay more attention to food insecurity in their communities. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. I caught up with Sherry Tussler, the executive director of Hunger Task Force in Milwaukee, to hear more about the urban farm they use to produce fresh foods, as well as an update on Badger Boxes, the partnership between Hunger Task Force and Wisconsin farmers that came about during the pandemic. Sherry, give me an update on what's going on at Hunger Task Force right now. Well, it's the holiday season and Hunger Task Force is doing our best to make sure that during November, everybody had a turkey. During December, everybody's got a ham on the table. We've been distributing Badger Boxes across the state of Wisconsin to the tune of about 15,000 boxes going out on a monthly basis to 17 different hub communities who are then sort of moving those boxes across the state. So hopefully we're bringing everybody a joyful holiday this season. I'm sure you are. Tell me more about what a Badger Box is. Badger Box is an invention of the Hunger Task Force. We learned during the pandemic that a lot of the groups that we worked with across the state didn't have sort of the facilities or infrastructure to store large amounts of food and then build a box of food to give to somebody. So instead we hired a company called Russ Davis Wholesale here in Wisconsin, and they aggregate those boxes, and they use 100% Wisconsin-produced foods, which is why we call it the Badger Box. That's so cool. So we're helping Wisconsin residents with Wisconsin-produced food, which in turn helps Wisconsin farmers. It's a pretty full circle. It is a beautiful circle. We're in particular working to emphasize the small and medium-sized farmer, dairy cooperative, and food producer here in town. And so some of the little-known items that might be in the Badger box are fun things like Chieftain Wild Rice from Spooner or La Campagna Granola from Mequon. What was in the latest Badger box that went out? Well, the holiday box for Christmas has got Penzi's hot chocolate, Newski's bacon, a dozen eggs from SNR, a gallon of Kemp's milk, a pound of butter from Westby, a pound of cheese from Chalet Cheese Cooperative. We're giving a ham from the Wisconsin pork producers. And then there's some, you know, as an like potatoes, onions, apples, just to round out both the fruit and vegetable offerings. Um, So it's a pretty well-rounded box, and people look forward to getting it because the food itself is so beautiful. That does sound like a really wonderful box, something that so many of the farmers here in our state can be proud of helping produce. It also really brings an element of dignity to the food that those in need receive. This isn't cast-off food from the back of the pantry. It's good food. Yeah. When we help um, people out that need emergency food, it's because their budget is really tight. They may have had other expenses that they didn't anticipate or had fewer work hours or being paid a very low wage. It could be a senior um, living on a modest Social Security pension. And so what we try to do is we try to deliver dignity. And that dignity is, is given when you give someone a box of really beautiful food. And so I always say the foods that we donate should be foods 
that we would give to our best friend who's in trouble. So tell me, how are you doing on funding for your Badger Box program and for the other initiatives there at Hunger Task Force? Well, Governor Evers came through with an additional $5 million, and so we know that we're going to continue the Badger Box at least until May of 2023, and we're very hopeful that we can secure ongoing funding for that program from either the state or federal government. We're working right now to organize voices around that. And so if people are interested in continuing a local food program like the Badger Box, they can obviously reach out to Hunger Task Force and get involved. We need voices from all over the state and not just a Milwaukee voice. And so we would appreciate hearing from our rural partners. You mentioned Milwaukee. Hunger Task Force mostly serves in the Milwaukee area, correct? Well, when this whole pandemic thing began, Hunger Task Force was serving Milwaukee County. It's food pantries, soup kitchens, and homeless shelters with our food bank. We also have a senior service program, so we go out to senior dining sites. And with that program, which is called Stockbox, we were in a number of surrounding counties. But as the pandemic hit, we were called on to demonstrate leadership and access both federal food and federal funds, um, but also create the logistics necessary to get that food out to some of our rural and remote communities across the state. And so I guess um, during the pandemic, Hunger Task Force took a big step up and became statewide. The work you've done is unique enough that you have the blueprint for many other organizations to follow now. I sure hope we do. I know we always say our tagline, at least locally here, is free and local, which means that Hunger Task Force has always done everything it does to serve the community and now the state free of charge. And by local, what we mean is that we were established here in Milwaukee to serve people from Milwaukee, and we encourage all of the free and local food banks and food pantries across the state to continue to serve their community in the way that they best know how. There are many different organizations across the state working to feed people as you are. And of course, it's not a competition out there to see who's doing the best job, but the resources that you all rely on aren't infinite. It really is critical. Um, I know that we have some shared values about treating people with compassion and dignity, about making sure there's equal access to food and serving people based on their diet, their religion, and their culture, because all those things affect what we can or should eat. But I think local knows best. Tell me a little bit more about the farm that you have there as part of Hunger Task Force. Well, back in the early 2000s, there was a decision made to shutter a work farm that was part of our largest county correctional system. It was 208 acres with um, outbuildings and orchards and ponds and a stream and a river. It's just a beautiful setting. And um, Hunger Task Force first was called upon to accept the food that was growing on the farm and redistribute it to our food pantry network. But later we were told that the county needed us to run the farm. And so Hunger Task Force has been operating that farm now for more than 15 years. And we grow about a half million pounds of produce, basically the same stuff that you would grow in your garden, but on acres. And we moved that food from May until about November out into our food pantry network, making sure that people have access to healthy and fresh produce. Who does the work on the farm? The farmers do the work on the farm, (laughs) along with some great volunteers. I don't want to downplay volunteers because they make a huge difference, both in um, transplanting food, harvesting, and uh, even, you know, weeding the fields as necessary. But we employ about a half a dozen farmers that work at the farm, and most of those are young people, and most of them, frankly, are women. So it's kind of a cool program. And that is near Franklin, is that right? Yeah, we're in the city of Franklin on the the 
land that surrounds the Milwaukee County House of Correction. About how many pounds of food do you grow on that 208 acres? This year, we outdid ourselves and grew 600,000 pounds of food. That's a lot of food. It's a lot of food. Apples, it was a beautiful year for apples, and we do have a half a dozen orchards there. But we're also growing really common things like collards or corn, beans, peppers, just all the stuff, like I said, that you would normally grow in your garden, we grow. We put it on a truck, we clean it all up, and we send it out to local food pantries so that people in need can have healthy food. As we're going into the season where everyone is doing can drives and looking for donations for food pantries, tell me, what do you suggest people donate? Well, the Hunger Task Force adopted the USDA MyPlate strategy for healthy eating. So low-sodium vegetables, fruit that's packed in its own juice. We don't want to see sugar or salt added to things. When they're thinking about children in particular, they can think about things like peanut butter or low-sodium, low-sugar snacks, granola bars. Breakfast cereal is often in demand and rarely donated. And then sometimes we ask people to donate infant formula, and we heard a lot about that last spring. We were able to help out a lot of people because we had infant formula on hand. I had never thought about donating cereal or baby formula. Kids love their breakfast cereal, and uh, it's great when it's uh, a low-sugar item, but it's kind of expensive, a box of cereal, so people won't always think to donate that first. You guys have always been very clear on your vision at Hunger Task Force, but you've recently adopted a new strategic plan that has some changes. Hunger Task Force has recently adopted its new strategic plan, and our core values remain the same, as does our mission. We're here to feed people today and to end future hunger. Our core values are justice, compassion, dignity, and stewardship. And then we added a new core value, first time in 25 years, equity. And we feel very strongly that everyone should have equity, particularly in access to food. And so we appreciate it when people help the Hunger Task Force or support our work throughout not just Milwaukee County, but the rest of the state. And I would like to give a shout out at the holidays to all those hardworking farmers and food producers who have been part of the Badger Box because it is just been a blessing to so many people and we appreciate your work. Thanks so much for joining us. That was Sherry Tussler, the Executive Director of Hunger Task Force. If you'd like to find out more about their work or even make a donation, go ahead and check out their website, hungertaskforce.org. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.